They may sound nuts, so did the Wright brothers. Now, here's Flieger and Briggs. Welcome to It's Just Sports. We are Flieger and Briggs on the 12-Ounce Sports Network, and you can catch everything on 12OunceSports.com. And don't forget Zingo TV. Download the app. It's all free. Channel 761. You get all the podcasts, live sporting events, and everything you can get from 12-Ounce Sports. We are Flieger and Briggs, and welcome back. Yeah, I don't know if I'm feeling it today, Rick. I don't care. Maybe you But I will – okay, this, this will make you feel better. I somehow doubt that, but let's try. Because in all of our jousting over the weeks, you know, because you lie, I lie, and so forth. We lie? Well, of course. What do we lie about? Well, we're talking about our predictions and so forth. Well, no, no, you lie. I'm no. rushing you. No. Rushing you. No. Oh, this week, you did. As I normally do. And and the thing is. Oh, here I comes mean, a fuzzy mat. He's going to no, his pocket. No, He's pulling no out the mat. cocktail this, napkins. This is, all, this is all for you all right. to make you feel better. No, you don't have to make me feel better. I know I got this. Because we had, um, you know, we always pick a straight and against the line. And, of course, if you went with the old ball coach over here, you won money. You know, because I was eight and seven. But I tell you what, to your credit, 11 and four against the line. I, I'm proud of you. So, so we're, we're, we're doing the um, you know, symbolic fist pump, which we're not allowed to touch because we're social distancing, of course. I would oh, normally shake your hand because I'm such a wonderful sport. Are you afraid you're going to get the Rona from me? Hell, I don't give a damn about the Rona. <laughs> you just I've don't want to touch me? <laughs> no, I think that's disgusting. You've been exposed like eleven times mm. at this point. I think, and I told you this week, my ninety-five-year-old yeah, mother. Yeah, how's your mother doing? Still I, asymptomatic. Well, she's got a low-grade fever and a little bit of head congestion, but everything else is clear. So That's we're just hoping you, for the best. As good as you can hope for, I guess. Exactly. That, that's good news. So oh, I guess we got to talk about sports. I, I did want to talk about Greg Williams. Rick gets fired wow. minutes after that game after calling that zero blitz. And why not? I mean, that was ludicrous. I never saw such a stu- – you don't have basically the whole secondary standing at the 20 just waiting for somebody to tackle. Right. I, it's insane. I, I went through a range of thoughts and emotions with that. When you, first, it's the obvious one and still the stance. That is absolutely stupid to do. However, you know, they've gone back and looked. That, that's just what he does. They showed some videos in Cleveland when he was there of him doing it, and he seems like he got away with it every time but this time. Here's why it's fireable, right? He tried it on the previous down. Aguilar beat the defender by 10 yards, right? and Carr just overthrew him. If at that point you don't say, whoa. Yeah, okay, let's not do that again. Maybe that wasn't a very good idea. That's the problem. Trying it once, I thought it was kind of overblown. Look, this is one of those deals. They all know they're all getting fired at the end of this, so we're just saving face, right, trying to say, look, we're taking action here. We're not trying to tank. I think probably the saddest person in the world when that pass was completed was Trevor Lawrence because he now knows for sure he's got to go play for that sorry no-account franchise. And and the thing is, Rick, we talk about, well, you, in fact, you brought it up. Well, that's, you know, they look at in the past. Well, that's just Greg Williams. We talked about this probably six or seven years ago, talking about Rob Ryan. 
His defenses stink. <laughs> that was always weird. And he always had a job. Because <laughs> of his, who his daddy was, I guess. Apparently. Well, Greg Williams is the same way. Exactly. I That's mean, my those point. Those defenses in New Orleans were terrible. That team would have probably won two or three more Super Bowls right. if not for the defense. Throw in the bounty gate thing, and he just keeps popping back up. You know, and the weird thing, remember what a good job he did as the interim head coach in Cleveland. It's like he's a better head coach than a defensive coordinator. I agree. Let let somebody that's defensive mind, defensively minded right. actually run the defense and you run the team. Because, yeah, you're right. They actually seem to respond to him. I, I think his problem is for an interview purpose, for a head coaching job, he is such a contentious dick. I don't think he'd have yeah, a Yeah, Matt hard time Patricia digging. got a job. Well, yeah, he got – for whatever reason, I don't know what it is. It's funny. Some of those coaching trees are so good, right? But then Bill Belichick tree is a freaking disaster. Like, who is it? Bill Parcells tree is amazing. Belichick's right. a part of that. Belichick – everybody it's who terrible. leaves – New England is horrific. So these guys get that job. Why Patricia held on as long as he did, I don't know. But it made sense why he got the job. Everybody who's in Bill Belichick's aura gets a job, but they all fail, and I don't understand it. I, I agree. And it, and it's – they. yeah, I mean, the Bill Belichick tree, is it just because they were under Belichick and they played for – I mean, they were coordinator for a good team, obviously. Right. But, you know, as head coaches and sometimes even as coordinators, it's just not a good fit, seems like, anywhere else. Yeah, yeah, they fail everywhere else they go, which is very – I don't know, I, I can't explain it, right? And and is it sometimes you can say, and I'm certainly not sticking up for Matt Patricia because I can't stand him, I think he's a terrible coach – but Detroit has been abysmal since the Wayne Fonts days, I mean, and they were only average then. When you look back fondly at the Wayne Fonts days, and I feel like you bring this up once a week, so when you have to look back fondly at Wayne Fonts, that tells me <laughs> right. all you need to yeah. know about your pathetic franchise. I agree. Yeah, you're right. And, and the Jets have not been good in years. No. I mean, we talked about this a few weeks ago. If you have somebody – from 1969 that still carries the weight <laughs> right. that Joe Namath does with your franchise, yeah. you haven't had much success no. since then. Yeah, it's been a, a rough go. <laughs> a <laughs> real rough ride. They're, they're looking fondly back at Mark Sanchez. <laughs> and who, who was the guy before him? Pennington? Was it the Pennington? Uh, Didn't well, he? yeah, there's Chad Pennington and uh, – didn't they have like a Ken O'Brien or somebody oh, yeah. like that? Oh, yeah, they yeah. Had Ken O'Brien. He was part of that. He was the nubs <laughs> version of that really good draft class, right? If I remember um, right. Yeah, I mean, I can't even think of a lot of these other guys, but yeah, Chad Pennington had all the potential in the world, but he couldn't stay healthy. He had a bum shoulder, right? For whatever you know, he kept getting injured and never Sanchez could stay healthy. Got to a couple of AFC title games, and then the butt fumble happened, and he never <laughs> recovered from that. Right, one singular play tanked his career, which is kind of cool, I guess. Joe Pasarczyk, <laughs> what's he remembered for? Right. Which the Herm Edwards pick, oh, pick up the okay, fumble, okay, you yeah, know, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, no, we're still since we're talking football, and you guys, we kind of talked a little bit before the show. You ne- you didn't hear this, so I wanted to bring up Odell Beckham Jr. Oh yes, yes. Apparently, a kerfuffle with well, Mr. not Jr. a real kerfuffle, but it just seems kind of weird that okay, here's a guy. He's out for the year, hadn't played since like week six or seven, something like that. He's playing for the Cleveland Browns, who are 
nine and three, second in the AFC North, looking strong for playoff position. Got a lot of success. He hasn't played for the New York Giants since 2018, yet he's on a show. Um, I think it's via the daily, the New York Daily News, and he starts talking about the Giants, how he felt betrayed in a sense that his coach had tried to turn me against my brothers and my people. Wow. This is quoting Odell Beckham. And, uh, you know, the coach was telling the young guys to stay away from me because I'm not a good person and not a good team player and not a good role model, this and that, quoting still. And he didn't name former coach or Giants coach Pat Shermer by name, nor did he point the finger to Dave Gettleman, who traded him out of New York. But he basically said, where he ran into trouble was when I felt that we had the pieces. You know, we know Eli Manning was a little bit older, Beckham said. I've been here now. I've given you two seasons. I've shown you I can hoop. I felt like they never put people around Eli. It bothered me because it never felt like they built around him, and we just kept drafting, but we were just drafting, not like building an organization or a franchise. Oh, so he's a GM now. Well, yeah, and, you know, we were just never good. I ran into that problem when I felt that they weren't growing and evolving as an organization. I guess as he was evolving as a yeah. player and a, and, a, and a person, apparently. <laughs> I, I, I'm not sure. but um, and, and he goes on. I wasn't winning. I hated losing that bad. I was having great seasons. I hated losing. I hated it. It just felt like I was coming to the end of the road and was pushing for something that really wasn't tangible, and that's where it all went haywire for me. And this, I mean, this is a real montage of ill feelings, right? Sitting on a team that's nine and three, because you hated losing. But now all of a sudden, the Giants look like they're yucking up a little bit and having a lot more fun, and people pay more attention to them in New York. Right? Sounds like a little bit of bitter grapes, as far as I'm concerned. Well, I mean, he could hate the organization. Or is it sour? Right? I guess I it's, it's sour, sour grapes. grapes yeah. But... yeah, bitter Betty. I don't know. Who's Bitter Betty? Stick with Bitter. Bitter Grapes? Is that what you said before? Yeah. Yeah. It's Sour Grapes. Yeah, but I like Bitter. (laughs) Who's Betty? Betty Rubble? I don't know. Well, who's Bitter Betty? Betty Rubble? I don't know. Could be. I don't know. Look, back of- Who's Karen? You know, you, you, Karen. You know, I mean, what? Well, you know, the 2020, everybody's a Karen. That's, uh-huh. you know, what I'm saying. Oh, so I we were just going down that wormhole, like with the cities. You were just <laughs> no. gonna start yelling women's names. <laughs> no, I was going to sit back and let you get it out of no. your system. No, I, I was making perfect sense, but I don't know. It just seems like, you know, you haven't played for a while. You haven't contributed to this team that is actually on a heater right. in nine and three where you were kind of like a big dog on a bad team, but you're kind of like no dog on a good team. Yeah. It's kind of, you know what I'm saying? It, it just sounds like we're going back to this again. Well, here's the thing, right? We, we know who he is. He's a, he's a me first guy. He's well, we know that, yeah. overly emotional guy. And he was playing on what I think is widely, they're, they're playing well right now, but is widely regarded as a fairly poorly run franchise, right? And so it was a messy divorce. 
they're getting better. Beckham's who he is. They they never recovered from the deal with the boat, you know, down in Miami right. in the off season. It's just it's who he is. And somebody asked him the question, and and that's one thing I always find interesting, right? Like what he said, most of that's ridiculous, and it's bitter but, grapes, as you said. But the bottom line is, they asked a the guy a question. I'd rather have a guy answer it than well, give me the. I, I get that. I but don't fault him for it. I, there's not really any fault, but I mean. He went from, like what you said, a poorly run organization to a poorly run organization. Well, it's kind okay? of a thing, yeah. Now he's on a team that's enjoying some success and, you know, has some talent built around Baker Mayfield, him included, obviously. But he's out for the year. It just seems like if he was still going full bore and they were 9-3 and three, – and he had whatever fifty nine catches, eight hundred yards, and five touchdowns. I don't think this kind of narrative would be coming out. It'd be kind of like yeah. I'm so glad to be in Cleveland. You know, we're in the right direction. Blah blah blah. But he's sitting there doing nothing, and they're still winning. Well, the the attention's off of him. Exactly. And he got the microphone in front. It's who right. he is. He he's that type of guy. Hey, so, I know he is. So I was watching the game last night. He's a disgusting human being. And I, well, I don't know about that. Speaking of disgusting Odell. Well, okay, disgusting Odell. I thought you were going to say disgusting humans. Yeah. That could have been any of us. Whatever happened with that uh, podcast thing where a little fetish of his came out? Did that just get oh, swept under know. the rug? Yeah. yeah, it got some run on Twitter, then it went away. It's, That's a shame. It's a thing. Yeah, yeah. Everybody's got their thing. I mean, we we've started listing out what you were into. My God. Yeah. Well, <laughs> when we start talking about you two, I just kind of sit back and like I want no part of it. Speaking of which, I'm going to pivot here. I think he did this on purpose to open the door. I think you guys are the pivot men. So, it's just terrible. The old, well, we won't go into that that old conversation. So I was doing my show research last night. You don't do show I, research. I do lots of show you do research. not. You watch Andy Griffith and, and wonder why you weren't alive back then. Wait, I watch Andy Griffith. I'm sure. Really? No, no. I was doing my research. And yeah. You know what my research on, is. On how Otis Campbell got to be Otis Campbell. Who's Otis Campbell? You don't know. If I knew, I would not have said. I think who's I think Otis you Campbell. do know who he is. I don't think I do. The town drunk that always come in, you know, into Andy's jail. Well, the one let, that hiccuped all the time. Let himself into the cell okay. and let himself See, out in the morning. Now that you explain it, Otis I know Campbell. who it is. You don't right. have to be all. I wasn't. About I explained it. it to you perfectly. After rolling your eyes and doing your dramatic pause and all the douchey stuff you do when you think you're some sort of mad genius for remembering old people's names. I'm and not musicians. a mad genius. I just have. Have like brain cells that retain knowledge. Well, yeah, That's real, all. Real useful knowledge. It's I didn't you, say it was useful. It's gotten you pretty far in life. It, it's taken you to the heights of a broke dick podcast in some a hole's basement. Yeah. Got to got to go with you on that one. <laughs> See, there you <laughs> yeah. go. Back to my research. So. In the in the line of the doggy door, which you like to reference, in the in the stock, I like to reference in the stock and the couch and everything going on. I discovered something I hadn't yet considered, and I felt really terribly for the young lady. So it was a young lady, and I believe someone they were purporting to be her stepmother. That seems to be a thing, which is kind of weird to me. Step is always weird. They were doing. I had to look it up afterwards. What what <laughs> apparently is known as decoupage. All right. 
And that's that's nothing sexual. They're, no, that's decoupage is like something to do with like pictures or flowers. Yeah, they they yeah, were flowers. They yes. were gluing yes pictures on like a table right. top. Yeah. Well, the poor young lady managed to glue both oh, her hands no. to the top of the table. That poor, that poor woman. And for the life, but they of her, weren't using like Elmer's glue. They no, were no, using, using like Gorilla super, Glue. Yeah, or they something, were using I'm sure. Super Glue. It yeah, was in a, in a clear container. Yeah, of course. And the young lady, for all her heroic efforts, could not get no. herself away from no. the table. And then that stepmother of hers took advantage of the situation and got a bit handsy. And then wouldn't you know, a few minutes later, a gentleman shows up. They didn't give us a lot of background on who the gentleman is. And he joined the stepmother in this amorous activity. Now, fortunately, it seems like the poor young lady who was glued to the table warmed up to the situation eventually. No, of course. So, so it had a happy ending in more ways than one yes. before you get you try to stop beat me to the punch there. So I thought that that was one I hadn't considered. You know, we got the stuck in the couch. We got the stuck under the bed, stuck, stuck everywhere. I never considered someone could glue themselves to a table and find themselves in such a sticky wicket, if you will. Yeah, I mean, you know, decoupage is, is a it's very dangerous. – It's a dangerous <laughs> hobby. It really is. I mean, you have to choose your glues wisely, obviously, yeah. and obviously your decoupage partners wisely, mm-hmm. I, I would think. Yeah, now the thing that gets me you're doing decoupage. Right. Now, for all people looking to get into decoupage, make sure you have a can or jar of acetone. Ah. You know, to break this glue bond before you get stuck. I mean, let's do a little a little foresight of go. Exactly. Prepare. Yeah. It's kind of like going out. It'll save you a lot of cleanup later. Right, you know, kind of like these survival stories. You, you get out there, you, you've got a knife and some matches and maybe a space blanket or something. You can make it in just about any kind of conditions. Right. You know, well, you, you set up. I mean, if you've got your scissors to cut the pictures out and you've got the glue. He what he just did there. He has no clue what he just did. <laughs> you just made a real funny in this context, <laughs> but you what? don't know it. Okay, enlighten me. Uh, well, we'll have to enlighten no, you. No, I, I want to know now. <laughs> All right, so while we're on Zingo TV, we yeah. are a strictly audio medium, so I can get away with this. Right. Thing. So, so I'm just going to show you this. Everybody else right. listening can imagine. All right. Does this help you at all? Yeah, but I didn't do that. I didn't say you did. Right. You're overthinking it, as you always do. <laughs> you know what? I never thought I'd have to use this for you. I just don't. No, I see, see. I was on a very nice narrative, and, and you did the breaks. No, no, because you looked at him. Well, I can he's, look at him. I'm allowed he, to look. He's at him. sitting there scratching his eczema on his elbow, playing with his phone, and <laughs> and all of a sudden, all of a sudden, it just comes to a screeching halt. I just it, don't get it. It didn't. You could have kept going. Comes to a screeching. It's kind of hard when you know we're trying to be <laughs> inclusive. <laughs> I think we have a show title. Hold on. You know what I think? <laughs> that was like three in a row. Yeah. <laughs> We've gone juvenile. It's happened. It, it's just <laughs> terrible. Number one, we don't have a producer. We don't. Number I've been th- saying that for weeks, and you keep defending them because they get you drunk. <laughs> well, I'm not. It's just the fact that I try to be cordial and inclusive. Of who? Of everyone. Look at them. No, he brings you beer. 
And, and, and I happen to know you guys are getting to that bar earlier and earlier because I had to run into town, and it was before you normally should be off work, and I saw your vehicles outside that establishment. But you, you couldn't come in and say hi. I was on the clock. I was working. Oh, doing what? You were riding around going to the hardware store or something. Yeah, I had to go get new nails. You're a liar. <laughs> Do you know this is Dick Buckus's birthday? I did not. 78. Who is right over your left yes, shoulder. Yes, exactly. My favorite of all How time. How old? 78. Wow. I mean, that's incredible. Probably still whoop that ass, too. I wouldn't doubt it. Yeah, he, did. he doesn't look much friendlier. No, no. But, yeah, this is what, December 9th? Yeah, this is his 78th birthday. Yesterday was December 8th. See, I use math. Which was Are the, you sure about that? Can you check that? The fortieth an, the fortieth anniversary of John Lennon getting shot. They were playing one of which the podcasts was, as this dude played the Howard Cosell announcing it on Monday Night right. Football. That see, was kind of surreal to hear that. See, and that was the thing. Like at the time I was in Lake City, I was about twenty two. And of course it wasn't fantasy football. There were no cell phones, computers, any of that kind of stuff. It was, it was Miami, New England. I, hell, I fell asleep at halftime, I think. I went to bed, right? I get up, and I was going to college at the time. I get in my car, an old 76 Pontiac Astra, turn on my AM radio, tune into Jacksonville, whatever the, the call letters were. You know, Jacksonville, the Grease Man was the, was the disc jockey. Oh, I know the Grease Man. Yeah, it, from D.C. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Mm-hmm. Grease Man was crazy. Right. You know, back then, you know, he was, I mean, it was, yeah. Zone threeers and everything. It was, it was some wonderful oh, shtick. He, he was a nut job. Yeah. I liked it. It was. And anyway, so I turned on, on the station, and I'm driving to school, and they were playing Imagine, you know, the song Imagine by John Lennon. I didn't think nothing about it. And I'm driving along, and the song ends, and the Grease Man comes on, because usually, I mean, you've listened to the Grease Man. He comes back yeah. with some crazy stuff or whatever, and he goes, the late, great John Lennon. And I'm, like, driving, and all of a sudden, like, about two seconds later, I'm like, wait, what? You know, and it's like, what the hell's going on? <laughs> yeah, because, you know, you didn't hear none of this stuff, and you know. And you're all stoned, so it's No, I mean, it was, it was a morning. I was, going to, I was going to class. What do they and, call it? Wake and bake, right? Yeah, here it is. I'm just trying <laughs> oh, to. Oh, sorry. Trying to relate while I'm you. I'm painting a picture. With There's no words. pictures. I mean, this is 1980 when you were like, what? I don't know, crapping your diapers and picking your nose. I was three years old. Yeah, in not even born. You couldn't talk even. I bet you, I could talk. No, you couldn't. I bet I you could. had no idea. I, I've been quite the the orator my whole life. <laughs> yeah, you didn't open your mouth. You were five because your dad would slap you. Well, that would have happened. <laughs> yeah, but he was at work a lot. Well, so. that's true. Okay. But no, it 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 was like you said. It was it was kind of surreal. It was like ah. Yeah, what's going on? And Howard and then, Cosell, what what the perfect voice to make that announcement. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's And apparently Frank Gifford told him that he had to do it. He was instructed by ABC to say that and he kept saying that Yeah, he didn't want to He do didn't want to do that, yeah. you know. And Frank Gifford said you have to do this, you know. And then he, he ended up doing it, but yeah, that was uh some weird stuff, but uh also December 8th, 77th birthday of the Lizard King, Jim Morrison. So not a good day. I don't know. He was born on that day. He didn't die on that well, day. Well, but he's dead now. Well, I'm yeah. given to understand. So is Ben Franklin, but it doesn't mean anything. Fair enough. 
So we've reached the portion of the show where we just list when people were born and when they died. Well, it's just kind of like a historical yeah. day, yeah. you know? Well, that was kind of my point, and then you got all snitty with me. Why I don't think you, I get snitty. Why are you snitty? Speaking word. of no, that's snooty. <laughs> yeah. We know, did we decide we started yelling at each other, and I don't think we resolved it. Are we doing the Christmas show next week, or are we going to do it on the 23rd? Okay, let's make the full, I can't remember. Let's make the full decision right now because we have brisket coming. Yeah, oh. I need to know when to make the brisket. I like brisket. <laughs> Yeah. I'm just going to throw it out there. Now looking at the calendar, the 23rd is also Festivus. What's, I, is that that Seinfeld shtick? That is. Yeah, yeah nobody cares about yeah. that. That That's, you know. So we're going to be off the That's week like after. saying live long or prosper. I mean, you know, yeah. that's just like ancient history. Nerd. Right? <laughs> Nerd. 18th or what is it? Let's see. This is what, the 9th, so next week's the 16th, yeah, 16th or 23rd. Yeah. I, so we're going to be off the week after. I'm going right. to be out of town, assuming I'm allowed to leave town. The whole world, <laughs> things are day-to-day. At Where this are you point. going anyway? Yeah, Lightness. Oh, okay. That, that's my new bit. Yeah. I it's been that there. way for a while. Three or four years. This will be the third year we've done yeah. it at Christmas time. I'm Maybe just, we should just do it the 18th. Take a couple weeks off. What do you think? Take two weeks off? Take a two-week vacation? The I'm 16th. good with it. Yeah, the 16th. Whatever. You're not good at math. <laughs> it doesn't matter. That's why we have a producer. I'm good that's at why. it. That's why. Yeah. That's why math. <laughs> you want to do it the 16th? Let's do it. We'll take okay. a two-week two week holiday break. Okay. 16th is is the Christmas extravaganza. Yeah, so it'll be... We're going to have to go over an hour. It'll be live for an hour, and then everybody at 12 Ounce, you'll have to go over to... Uh, Aside, well, no, I, I put the full podcast up on 12 Ounce Sports, yeah. the, the bonus time. So you'll get a live hour uh, for, for new listeners, for the 12 Ounce listeners. We were, on, were we on 12 Ounce at Christmas last year? I don't think so. I don't so. remember. I don't think we were. So. Hell yeah. So that's our, uh, our drinking show. That's what we do. These two are generally <laughs> drunk. So I guess the only difference is I'll drink too. And so, and if, there's gifts. If you think I'm a brilliant orator now, get and, about 15 cores lights in me, and then and, it's on. Yeah, I mean, it, it's and then there's going to be brisket, so you can it, hear us eat. <laughs> it's been tradition that we get gifts. I mean, you know, we should well, probably get him a gift this time. Yeah, he I always think, brings I, us gifts. Yeah, and I know. We give I, him I, nothing. Yeah, I, th- <laughs> I know. Well, we do give him our our wonderful companionship <laughs> and a hard do. time. <laughs> You do. I treat them basically. But I got a Fred Sanford doll. I've got Snooty. Yeah. I got um, Mariah Carey up there. And you also got to kill a Mockingbird yeah. script, which is, where is it anyway? It's over there. Okay. Yep. I can vouch for it. Yeah. Cliff right. Note the version. Cliff Notes. I did skim that. I don't right. remember it, but I skimmed it. I actually forget why that was a thing. Because he's never saw it, read it, done anything. I feel like there was more of a shit. Yeah, there was it. more to it. I because don't we were mentioning mentioning, um, God, and I can't remember his Speaking name. Speaking of Gardner Menchu, no, just kidding. Go ahead. Atticus. That's what it was. Yep. Yeah. So you don't even know, and you're busting my. What the shot. hell is his last name See? now? Atticus Finch. Yep. Yeah. Now Menchu. you read the Cliff Notes. Well, I, I just told <laughs> you. I you remembered don't... it. I recalled it. You know, because because there's a hesitation doesn't mean. I have forgotten. I recalled it out of the memory bags. You just had no clue. You were a blank slate. Right. That's good. No, it's not. That's good. I'm, o- I'm open. 
Everything's new to me. But I mean, the thing you know is, nothing, everything's new. But we present things to you, and it just bounces off like light off a mirror. Well, that's true. Yeah. Well, because it doesn't interest me. Speaking of sports, uh, back to that, <laughs> which we haven't Boo. talked about at all. Um, well, we got what? few minutes before we have to run a commercial break if possible are we running a commercial break? i think i got it figured all out. right so all right. we will run the break all right so let us know when we're gonna have to do that mr alejandro but a minute and a half in the meantime some historians believe paul bunyan was based on a real person did you know that <clears throat> mr flager i am talking to you i know well then answer me well of course it was based off some lumberjack well who i don't know Saul Bunyan. No. <laughs> Fabian Joe Fournier. Well, there you go. Fournier was born in Quebec around 1845, moved to Michigan after the Civil War to take advantage of the high-paying logging industry. He was uh, supposedly a huge man and died in 1875 after being struck in the back of the head with a mallet during a brawl. <laughs> now, that's a fight. Yeah, that's that's a serious fight. Where'd the ox come in? Well, was, was what was it, Babe? Babe the Blue Ox, yeah. And do you know how he became blue? Ate too many blueberries. No. It was Paul Bunyan discovered the, the little tyke, the little ox. I don't know what you call a baby ox, a calf. I don't know. Probably. I but he found know. him. He was, like, you know, caught in a blizzard. And, yeah, he was so cold he had turned blue. We brought him back to the cabin or wherever. He warmed him up and everything. And then he uh, burst like he just grew like this. New, when he fl- dried him out, his his uh, fur. What what the hell does an ox have? A fur or a hide or what? You hide. Know, a hide, I guess, hide. the hair. But it fluffed out, but it stayed the same blue color as like the, the cold blue snow that he was in, apparently. And he stayed that color the the rest of his life, and he was Babe the Blue Ox. So we think the Blue Ox was true too. Well, of course. I yeah. mean, how, how could that be false? Well, that's true. I I mean, that's o- probably the more believable part <laughs> yeah. of the story. How, how could a Blue Ox be false? Yeah, that's a fair point. All right. Well, we probably ought to take a break. This ought to be an, inve- an adventure to see if this rube can actually get the commercial to play. So we'll be back in either two minutes or, or right away, yep. depending on how he smashes buttons. But either way, I'm going to say we'll be back right after this. So you muted us live? Yes, sir. So we can have... Lively banter during the break for the podcast, and you listeners. actually believe it. Well, that's true. Yeah, they can. I wouldn't say anything you don't want going live over the air. Yeah, that's really. In theory, you're good. Yeah, in, in theory. theory, we're good, but in theory, it means nothing around here. I hope we're not live. All that noise he's making. Next week, I am going to. I'm going to write up a couple commercials, maybe make them on MP3s for the upcoming stuff like that hot sauce place and a couple other ones, mm-hmm. just to have. Yeah, when we're all hammered up, would be a real good time to cut. Well, those I'll do it before we get hammered up. Are you gonna? Am I gonna have to leave work early so you guys <laughs> can get here at noon? I, I I just don't understand your 
your you know cynicism. What I'm saying is you're an alcoholic. Hey, quick interjection. Do you hear that? No. What? It's like ocean waves. How much longer do we have for the commercial? 38 seconds. Okay, just let us know when to come back on. <laughs> don't care about damn waves and all this other bullshit. <laughs> Take your headphones off. Overworking that computer with all that technology the producer's putting in there. (laughs) (laughs) You got 10 seconds. Who's coming in? You or me? All right. Hey, welcome back to It's Just Sports here on the 12 Ounce Sports Network. Rick, before we get to game picks, I had. Do you ever just accept something your whole life is normal and then start overthinking it one day and then all of a sudden it makes no sense to you? Yeah, fantasy football. Okay. I, th- right. I think it is. Speaking done. of that, so I made the, for the first time in all the years I've been in it, I made the playoffs of the Scott Fish Bowl. Well, good. I was then eliminated this week from moving on to the second round by less than a point. Wow. Less than a point. I, I was bitter. I was going to make a run in the Scott Fish Bowl. And, uh, I, I, my condolences, because this is like the first year that I haven't made the playoffs. I mean, it was abysmal. It started off with the with the Saquon Barkley injury yeah. and on and on and on. But, yeah, I mean, I, I was horrible, and it was kind of like, boy, this thing over over quick <laughs> this year. But, yeah, that, that's too bad. I'm sorry yeah. to see you go. I hope you made a deep run. Yeah, I did not. So, anyhow. I'm watching the the Cowboys Ravens game last night. Okay, and I watch Andy Dalton get getting chased down by a defender, and he flings the ball out of bounds. And so they start the debate: was he outside the pocket? Was this intentional grounding? And I got to thinking: why in the hell is intentional grounding a thing? And it's been bothering me ever since. So you think about this. This league for especially the last five years and going back further than that is, you know, player safety, player safety, player safety. Now you can't hit a quarterback high. You can't hit a quarterback low. Your fingers can't scrape across a quarterback's helmet. You can't can't look at a quarterback. You can't land on a quarterback when you tackle him now. However, you will have, have been forced a rule that will not allow him to throw the ball away to not get hit. Additionally, one of the key components to any end game situation is a play where you snap the ball and intentionally <laughs> hit it Spike into the it. ground. Right. Intentionally ground it. In between the tackles. So a key thing is right. you take the ball and intentionally throw it into the ground. Exactly. That is not intentional grounding. Right. So you're making your quarterback stand back there and take these hits. You're penalizing them for a bad overthrow sometimes, but you encourage a, a ball to a, intentionally be spiked into the ground. Explain this to me. How I can't. That, that has I, don't, bo- I never considered it before last night. That's bothered me for quite some time, quite frankly. I mean, like, I don't understand how you can take the ball in the exchange from the center and just throw it into the ground. And right. it's fine. Yeah, that's okay. It's yeah. okay. But – if you've got a 300-pound, six-foot-six guy runs a four-six forty after you, you if you happen throw to throw it, 
Yeah. If, if there's nobody within a certain amount of, of yards away from that ball, it's grounding. You can't do that. And it's loss of down, right. you know, on yeah, top of like a penalty. It's like a severe penalty. Right. It's, you know, exactly. I, I don't understand how you can get away with that spiking the ball. Yeah. I, I really don't. I mean, look, if, if that's the rule, fine. Well, I, yeah, I, I can the- deal with it. But – there shouldn't be a well. It's okay because they're running out of time and they can just chuck it on the ground. But I mean, if it's not if it's not intentional grounding, like AKA an incomplete pass, in you know intentional grounding, then it's a fumble. Right. So what about those plays where it's the quote unquote free play? Quarterback gets all miffed that they're not getting a seventy yard bomb for a touchdown, so he just drills it into the ground. Well, but yeah, there's another one, but yeah. not an intentional grounding. I, yeah, I mean, it, it's. I don't know why I never thought, but but I'm watching. I'm watching Andy Dalton, who moves about as well as you do right now. Right, getting chased down by I don't know if it was Doomer. I don't know who it was, but I mean, he was whoever going, it was was scary yeah. enough. You wanted to get away yeah, from him. He was going to die, and yeah. so he started just backpedaling as fast as he can and flung the ball up in the air and out of bounds. And they didn't call the penalty, but they should have. He was inside the tackle. By the rule, it should have been. Right. But then you watch later on, and I watched the same person. The rule is called intentional grounding. Right. And, again, he's intentionally slamming the ball into the ground. And then I got to thinking, you know what? If he stood up, if he took that snap and stood up, and threw the ball over the line of scrimmage, that would have been a penalty. I, I don't know why. I'm not advocating for the rule to be changed, but now I can't wrap my mind around it. There's no no consistency to it. I don't. Like I wonder it. if that has something to do with it. Crossing the line of scrimmage. Maybe. So ludicrous as it sounds, because... Well, no, because if it doesn't cross the line of scrimmage... Well, that no, I'm going too far. That's a backwards pass. Well, yeah, but that's but, an intentional. But my point is, if if, if you drop back seven yards and a running back's three yards ahead of you, he's still behind the line of scrimmage, right? But, but and you chuck it way over his head, that's grounding, right? But don't forget, if you get outside the pocket, but you don't throw the ball back to the line of scrimmage, that's still grounding. Yeah, I, I it, it's bizarre. I don't know. I just I got myself in this loop thinking about this and twisted myself up into a pretzel. Look, I don't want them to do away with it because that spike play makes for more exciting ends of games, but it makes it for more exciting, but doesn't it also add to the length and, and like frustration of like the regular part of a game? You know what I'm saying? Mm. I don't know, you don't see many grounding penalties, I guess, but I don't know. Like I said, I just twisted but, myself. But into, like now you you're said, doing it. See, I got you in my loop here. But the thing is, you're right. It, it is like a thing anymore. It's like, oh, is that? You know, I mean, you yeah. hear more and more of these announcers. Was that intentional grounding? Oh yeah. You know, did they throw a flag on it? Then it's not. So what? What if you are going to die? Well, we are all going to die as a professional quarterback Thursday. You're you're scrambling and you're like, oh dear God, I'm going to die. You're outside the tackle and you just drill it straight into the ground. Yeah, see, I don't know because on your point on an offsides penalty, you can. Yeah, I don't know. You know, and that's the thing is, you get in this loop, you can't yeah. get out of it. It's going to ruin you your. You go whole back night. these films. I'm not sleeping tonight. Yeah, you go back these films of the '60s and '70s. Fran Targeting never thought of that running for his life when he ran eight miles. Right. <laughs> you know. 
when did this start? I don't know. You know, that that's the thing. It's kind of a weird... I mean, I wasn't willing to do any of the research on it. It just bothered me. But we me. can do that because and we have a I, producer, and he'll I be doing that. Decapodge, and uh, right. you know, it, it went away. <laughs> that's true. You know, hey, before we get to picking the games, you know, there are here. certain things that really irritate me. No. No. I don't buy it for a second. <laughs> Hurry up and hit the get off my lawn. Oh, yeah. I, I, I'm offended now. Oh, I didn't have it turned up. I'm not a good producer. I am offended. Get off my lawn. All right. What's bothering Rick Briggs? Well, I saw this headline. Hey. I saw this headline that said six drinks that can help you lose belly fat. Oh. So I'm sitting here thinking. Let me guess. None beer, of them were beer. beer and so that's I'm, dramatic. I'm sitting here thinking, okay, let's see. Don't read ahead. Manhattan, Boilermaker, you know, this kind of thing, right? So, you know, you clickbait. What I can get, I drink? I, I click on it. What can I drink to burn belly fat, right? Number one. Water. Green tea. Uh. Like, who in the hell wants to drink that? <laughs> All right? Okay. Honey cinnamon water. That's not a drink. Yeah, it's just water with shit in it. That's, that's not a drink. Apple cider vinegar with warm water. That's Who's not like vodka and lime well, juice. That's not. Why does it have to be not warm? bourbon and soda. Yeah, why does the water have to be warm? Did it specify? I didn't read because uh, I got some. Okay, let me could read it. Be that. distilled water in the form of apple vodka? cider vinegar with warm water. It is often suggested to start your day with apple cider vinegar for smooth digestion throughout the day. Apple cider vinegar acts as a great bile stimulant and keeps the pH levels in the stomach balanced, which can help you achieve a flat tummy. Well, there you go. Apple cider vinegar is known to increase satiety, which I guess you know you're... So you're not feeling hungry. Right. And suppress your appetite. You should have a a teaspoon of apple cider vinegar with warm water every morning on an empty stomach. Well, there you go. How hard is that? Go for it. Pineapple juice. You're like Fabio by the end of the If there's not vodka in it, why would you drink pineapple juice? So you have a flat tummy. That's ludicrous. Peppermint tea. Who like drinks pe- peppermint tea? I went on a peppermint, peppermint schnapps run in my 20s yeah, when I was going to bars. Right. I would get, and they would just, those were mind erasers to me. There were some bad times. I, I know, but yeah, schnapps is fine. Peppermint tea? Come on. Well, they keep just saying tea and water and then putting different stuff in it. So yeah, and I, I just don't late. like it. This, they're not drinks. This is like Finkelstein level effort. They they're not the drinks. You Pineapple know, juice. Six tea. drinks. Tea, yeah. Six drinks. Yeah. You know, well, again, teque- it, tequila sunrise. Okay. You know, so in, their de- in their defense, they, whoever wrote this probably isn't an alcoholic. And when, see, when they see the word drinks, can only think of alcoholic beverages. What happens if you drink the tea? The pineapple juice and apple cider vinegar. You, you pro- pee you, kerosene. You probably look like yes! you probably look like Arnold Schwarzenegger. I would think. But you so. know what the killer, the last drink was that oh, was we weren't done yet. Oh jeez, celery juice. Isn't that water? I'm with you on that one. What's celery juice? I didn't know you could juice the celery. Ce- oh yeah, I mean yeah, you well, squeeze you celery. I mean, if you put you know celery in a juicer. Man, you get a lot of stuff. You know, you get it's a lot. It's water, isn't it? Well, it tastes like celery, apparently. Yeah. I don't like celery. I like celery. Yeah. 
With peanut butter? It's good. Well, anything with peanut butter is good. But <laughs> well, yeah. that's Broccoli a, with ranch yeah. on it. <laughs> yeah, it's just a exactly. delivery vehicle. I mean, basically a spoon you eat. <laughs> I like that exactly. one. Exactly. <laughs> I like that. It's kind of like that That um, out in California when I was out there, you got a big bowl of clam chowder, and the bowl was the bread. I do like a bread that, bowl. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, I mean, that bowl. was great. Yeah, that, what is my brother's place up in Grove City, they do that with meatballs. So they hollow out a freaking round loaf of bread and fill it full of meatballs. Do that, that, that I didn't know that. Suck, I, yeah. I always get like the, the fish sandwich has a fish about this yeah, long, get, you know. It's like the meatball madness or meatball right. splash or For something. You got to look into it. Right. Briggs held his hands out about a yard apart. But I was <laughs> I was talking to Mr. Flager, <laughs> not you, not anybody audience. out in the audience. Oh, I was talking to Mr. Flager. Yeah, sixteen right. minutes. Yeah, we've got sixteen minutes. We need to pick games, and I turned the page here for whatever reason. Thursday night football, Rick. This one's suddenly intriguing. The Patriots getting five in L.A. I know, and, and I, I think they'll cover, even though they're going cross-country. I think the Rams are going to win. Uh, I, that NFC West is a dogfight. L- L.A. looks pretty good, but they got to keep winning. I'm going Seattle or Seattle. L.A. Rams 31, New England 28. Yeah, if Seattle was in this game, I'd pick them to win. But th- th- this one's tough. I'm going to take the Patriots. Here. Are they, they They found something. I like Belichick on a short week. They're doing it with no offense. Well, that's the thing that gets me. You can't survive on whatever it was. What was that, 30-some yards passing or what? You just can't live with that. Remember what happened last time Bill Belichick faced McVay and this quarterback, right? He's got the formula, and that offense is already very inconsistent. I don't think LA is going to be able to run the ball the way they have recently. I'm just this comes down to I think this is razor thin. But so when I get to that point, it's I'm going to tough. default to Belichick here, and I'll take the Patriots twenty to seventeen. Hey, hey Briggs, before you go, they didn't leave California from the Chargers game. Does that change your view? That is that is a very good point. I did not realize that. I wonder uh, if that's better or worse. It's got to be better, right? I mean, you're not going from time zone back and forth and so forth. I I, I did not realize that. I'll still go with the Rams. I I just think they're more talented. Well, that's true, but that doesn't always matter. You're you're right. It doesn't equate it to a victory. You're right. All right. A game I thought going into the year would have been a good one. Texans at Bears. This is even. (laughs) You know what? And I see this very even. But I like Chicago defense just a tad. I'm going Chicago 10, Houston 8. <laughs> I like that score. <laughs> I think even without Fuller, I think with, with the, this comes down to me, the Bears defense is much better. But at the end of the day, this comes down to Deshaun me. Watson to is Deshaun much Watson whoever the hell they Mitch got. Trubisky, Nick Foles, or whatever other rum dum they're going to bring in this week to throw the ball 15 yards out of bounds. So, for that reason, I'm going to take the Texans here. It's never a good bet betting the Texans, I grant you. But Sooner or later, I, I'm, I'm just thinking the Bears have to get off the schneid. Houston's this bad. Yeah, it could so, be. I mean, yeah. Well, I'm going to take Deshaun Watson here and take the Texans 24-20. All right, the Cowboys, Rick, three and a half point favorites on the road in Cincinnati I'm sorry I just can't um oh wow wow Dallas is a mess I'm going Cincinnati 14 Dallas 13 I'm struck by and I hate Cincinnati too just let you know Dallas moved the ball at will last night against the Ravens 
They couldn't finish, and they missed 47 field goals, it felt like. But they moved. Andy Dalton has this offense moving. With Ezekiel Elliott doing nothing, Pollard getting more work. It almost seems like that was their freaking Super Bowl, though. Yeah, it, it's could, like, it could be. It you know. well could be. But I think they're good enough. The Bengals, you know, they're, they're the Bengals. You know, plus, you're you're dealing with a third-string quarterback, fourth-string right. quarterback, whoever this idiot is. I, I like the Cowboys here fairly big. I'm going to take them 30-23. to 23. All right, Rick, the Chiefs, seven-point favorites on the road in Miami. You know, that is – I mean, look, Miami is a, is a great story, but they're going with Tua. And, look, I, I think Kansas City wins no matter what. But I think if Miami has any chance, you better have Ryan Fitzpatrick in there. And I got Kansas City by 11, 34-23. Yeah, I – I, I was thinking the same thing. If this was Ryan Fitzpatrick, I'd be tempted to take that seven. Yeah. So it's two of the offense isn't very good. How have they been winning games, Rick? It's been special teams, right. and it's been defense creating turnovers and scoring a lot of points. That ain't going to happen here. No. Right? Patrick Mahomes is going to make those plays that they're creating the turnovers off of. So, yeah, I don't think this one's particularly close, with, with especially right. with Tua at quarterback. I, I'll take the Chiefs here to win and cover. And that's the thing. 24. Tua is the future. We understand oh, absolutely. that. And he's going to be good. But Ryan Fitzpatrick right now is a much better quarterback. He's much more dynamic, and, and the, the ceiling for their offensive production is way higher. Oh, yeah. The only way – for a team like Miami to beat Kansas City, as this thing turns into a shootout, you're not going to win a shootout. No. Hardly ever against Mahomes, but certainly not with Tua. You're, right nope. now, you're not going to win that shootout. All right, Rick, the Cardinals, two-point favorites on the road in New York taking on the Giants. Yeah, the Giants are on, you know, on a streak, obviously. They're leading the NFC East. Arizona traveling to New York, correct? That's what I said. That is a tough trip. I really want to take the Giants, but I still have to go with Arizona. I'm going Arizona 28, Giants 23. I'm basing this on nothing having to do with the game. I took the Rams to lose. Mm-hmm. So, for that reason, I think the Cardinals win. This, this division is going to stay up. tight. It just doesn't feel like anybody's going to – I don't feel like Arizona is going to completely fade out of this thing. I just it feels like those three teams are with when you throw in Seattle are going to battle this thing out. So for that to happen, Arizona's got to win this game. No, no doubt about that. The biggest concern with me is is Murray just hasn't been Murray. You never know with, what you're going to get with with him. that shoulder in, since right. that shoulder yeah. injury, and it's you just don't know. Maybe this week is healed up a little bit, and he's right. going to be better. I, I've got to go with Arizona. I think they're a better team. But, boy, I tell you what, I am rooting for the Giants. Yeah. yeah I really am. Story. So, yeah, I got, I got the Cardinals covering here, too. I'll take them 30-24. All right, Rick, the Vikings getting six and a half on the road in Tampa Bay. Where? Tampa Bay. Gronkineers. The Gronkineers in Tampa Bay. For all that nonsense reasoning – I, I like Kirk Cousins on a heater. I'm going Minnesota 30, Tampa Bay 28. Ooh. You're I, taking an outright. I'm telling I'm Minnesota into the playoffs, baby. Yeah. I, I st- still think they ultimately make the playoffs. This doesn't feel like a Kirk Cousins type of game here. Buccaneers coming off that bye. They've been 
less than impressive heading into it. I, I think you could say, I think you get a healthy Tampa Bay. I think they come out and I think they whack. I think they just absolutely whack the Vikings. I'll take them by 10 here, 37-27. Yeah, well, that's hurtful. All right, no line on this game, Rick. I couldn't find one anywhere. The Panthers having some COVID issues right now, but the Broncos at the Panthers. So we'll just pick this one straight up. I think Denver had their um, Super Bowl last week. They had their shot at it. I'm going Carolina 27, Denver 20. Yeah, it looks for all the world like Christian McCaffrey's coming back. and I think Actually, that... I don't think he is now. Well, did they change that since well, 1 o'clock tweak- this afternoon? He tweaked his quad this afternoon. What a jackass. I I'm know. I'm about tired of him. As <laughs> is, so I'm about to have an unceremonious yeah. exit from the caveman playoffs. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So keep, you know, for your fantasy teams, yeah. keep an eye on him because I know you've got some uh, stock in him. What a putz. All right, I'll stick with it, though. I, st- I still think the Panthers win this thing by a field goal, 26-23. Titans laying seven and a half on the road in Jacksonville. Yeah, look, Tennessee, boy, I tell you what, that was a great game last week. It looked like they were their doors were getting blowed off, and the next thing you know is 41-35, yeah. and it's like, wow, what's going on? Look, I think Tennessee rolls 37, Jacksonville 26. This division's always weird. The Titans are pathetic defensively. They're going to give up some points. Yeah, they're, they're going to win this game, but seven and a half's a lot on the road in a division game when you're just not all that good. Uh, ultimately, they win, but I'm going to take the Titans here by a field goal, so that would wow. be the Jaguars cover. Wow. All right, Rick, the Colts, three-point favorites on the road in Vegas. I don't know what to make of this game. The, the Raiders are, like, so weird. You know, they should have lost to the Jets, but thanks to Greg Williams, they didn't. <laughs> but yet they beat the Chiefs. So, I mean, they're kind of like the 2020 version of the Chargers of a few right. years ago. I'm going Colts to win this game, 27-26, but I'll get the Raiders to cover. There you go. Take the easy way out. I mean, of course. Uh-oh. Upsets. Hey, I took the Bengals, so don't, don't no, get on me. Bigger, yeah, that's a bigger upset. <laughs> I don't know why. There's something that it intrigues me about this Raiders team this year and Derek Carr it's this Derek year. It's Derek Carr to me, exactly. And and Indianapolis, me and everybody else is underrating them, and this will probably be to my detriment this week in picking this game. I just got a feeling you're coming off. you. Your season got saved by Greg Williams' ineptitude. I don't <laughs> think you let that – go to waste at this point and i think the raiders find a way and win this game 29 26 all right speaking of the jets rick they're getting 13 and a half points in seattle this week and i don't think it's enough um going seattle in a whitewash 37 14 seahawks 114 jets eight <laughs> packers seven and a half point road favorites in detroit i tell you what detroit is is Abysmal. Detroit. Abysmal. But it's a division game. Ooh. I'm going Green Green Bay, obviously, to win, but I'm going by a touchdown only. So I'm going to have 31-24. I'm going to have Detroit cover, right. seven and a half. Well, that's good. I can pick up another game on you here because clearly the Packers win this thing running away 31-20. to That's crazy. All right, another lot of heavy road favorites this week, Rick, is the Saints laying seven in Philly. Nah. Lay it all. 31-16 Saints. Philadelphia is a mess. Jalen Hurts isn't going to save them. No. Uh, that, that, that whole team is, is a disgrace. <laughs> a disgrace? It wow. is. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree. I, I don't mean, know think about, about it. When did they win the Super Bowl? 
three years ago? 2017, correct? I think it was. 20 minus 17 is three. They're they're hideous. Five years ago? No, five minutes. Oh. Well, we don't care about that. <sighs> yes, we do. I've got stuffed pork chops. Well, no, she ate them me. all. Nah, no, no. Oh, yeah, she did. Anyhow, Saints by 10, 27-17. All right, the Falcons, two-and-a-half-point favorites. <laughs> this was my favorite game, Rick, because this is – the, the the two Rodney Dangerfields oh, of the yeah. NFL. Somebody's going to have to win this Somebody game. has to win unless they tie. But the thing is, who can bumble it away the best? Oh, and, I can't wait to see them each try to give it away. And the fi- the oh, final and they, two minutes of this game are going to be the greatest thing you've ever it, seen. It will. It's, I, mean, I can't wait for this game. But obviously, in my mind, the Chargers are the biggest Rodney of 2020. I'm going Atlanta 28, Chargers 24. I have no idea, like you, how this game's actually going to go. What I do know, apparently that beer's no good. That's a weird one. Must must be bad for (laughs) Rick Briggs to eschew an alcoholic (laughs) beverage. Not not bad. It was just kind of like a shock. Which one? The Rudolph's Red Spiced Ale. It's kind of like a whoo. Kind of like a what? After a breakfast stout, it's like a whoo. <laughs> I don't know how we come back from that, but uh, there is just no way. Well, we're talking Atlanta yeah. Chargers, so I'll take this from a gambling perspective. There is no way in hell I am laying points with the Atlanta Falcons on the road. So for that reason, in the short line, that must mean the Chargers are going to win. So I got them thirty-four twenty or yeah, thirty-four twenty-seven. Well, you know, as Coach Lynn said, it's like Pearl Harbor. He said that? He said that. That's probably not a good It's analogy. like Pearl Harbor, we're down, but we're not out. <laughs> the, this, the week after, he said, hey, guys, we're yeah. out of the playoffs. Right. So, and you all suck. Yeah. You, you suck. All right, three more games, three more minutes, Rick. Uh, Washington, plus three, getting three on the road in San Francisco. They just had their big game, San Francisco 26, Washington 20. Yeah, big late let down and then got to go across the country. I'm with you right there. Sunday night football, the Steelers getting two and a half in Buffalo. And I'll take it. Pittsburgh 24, Buffalo 22. I think both teams are susceptible right now. But Pittsburgh's bouncing back from a loss. I think that that if, if they were twelve and zero going into this game, I'd probably take Buffalo. But I think this could be a wake up call, and we'll have a couple of minutes. Maybe we'll talk about Tomlin. Look, if they ain't going to catch it, we'll find somebody that will. Yeah, Steelers. Here, here's the problem I have when I look at this matchup specifically. I, I kind of believe the wake up narrative. Things will change offensively. You're about to go up against Josh Allen with your third-string middle linebacker who they use to contain these quarterbacks. I think Josh Allen has a big day with his legs and getting outside the pocket. And for that reason, I think the Bills win here, and I, it'll be a cover because I think it's obviously a field goal game. I got the Bills 29-26. And Monday night football, Rick, this, this should be a good one. The Ravens one-point favorite, so this is a real short line at the Browns. Cleveland 9-3, and three, still a negative point differential. <laughs> even though they won again. I'm going Baltimore 24, Cleveland 21. I don't care about your stupid hand signals. <laughs> yeah, but be a better producer, but quit producing over there. <laughs> yeah, I quit think. doing the thing. Until the Browns beat the, the Ravens or the Steelers, one of these teams this year, I'm still not going to believe. Look, they're a good football team. 
I, I'm gonna. I'm, it's. I feel like it's an easy way out, but I'm not even gonna take the Ravens big here. I'm gonna take them thirty to nineteen. So, Ooh, I like it. Thank God. Let's get out of here. Let's get this disaster over with. Thanks for joining us here. Don't forget, check it out next week. The holiday, the Christmas drinking special live here on Twelve Ounce Sports and brisket, brisket. Yeah, basically you're gonna well, listen to us eat brisket. <laughs> and drink beer and so you don't want to miss that check it out at asylum football on twitter asylumfantasysports.com it's just sports one two three at gmail if there's anything you want us to talk about in our drunken stupor until next time we'll see you take care headphones on because you couldn't hear it why were you being whimsical it was just a a, just the mood that i have from the show are you that drunk no you're being whimsical have you heard of slate cleaves huh mr briggs slate cleaves what have you heard of slate cleaves (laughs) okay i take the headphones off then he starts talking into the microphone i mean my god have i heard of what Slade Cleaves, for the love of God. I don't Slade know. Slade Cleaves, no. What he's saying. He's a musician. Okay. Wrote a song, Sandy Gray, and another song, Breakfast in Hell. Okay. Loosely based off of a hint know. callback to earlier in the show. The end? Oh, God. Paul Bunyan. Oh, Paul Bunyan. I don't know. Something in hell I'm supposed to know is Paul Bunyan. Why would I know that? Yeah, I thought he's going back to the Beatles. Didn't we talk about John? Well, we Lennon? talked about John Lennon and the Doors. Yeah. So I, I went with the Doors song, and he goes, "No, Paul Bunyan." What the hell did that? <laughs> Paul Bunyan was a lumberjack. That's true. I've heard that too. Did you know that? Who? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. John Lennon. John, John Lennon, Lennon was a beetle. He's one of those Rolling Stones, isn't he? You no, know, no, a lot no. of beetles have killed trees, and therefore, do you know who the do you know who was, was, was deemed the American Beetle? The American Beetle. John Wayne. No, Casey. for God's sakes. I mean, don't even show your ignorance that way. <laughs> I, I actually thought of an intelligent answer coming from you. The American. What's that saying about me? <laughs> well, I expect stupid stuff from you. Oh. Why would there be an American Beetle? Weren't they British? Wait. Yes, because they met him singular and bef- befriended him. Okay. Did and, he ever perform with them? Um, oh. Yes, actually, with John Lennon, yes. Oh, I was going to say Elvis, but. Mm-mm. Harry Nilsson. Oh. Oh, Lime and the Coconut. Duh, yeah. Oh, the Lime and the Coconut guy. I oh, didn't know yeah. his name. I, I made a. Coca- Nilsson Schmilson. That was a great album. Still in the all-time top 100 albums. I made a coconut porter that I named Harry Nilsson. Nice. What is that, beer? That is it. Coconut is an awesome song. You got to admit. Yeah. I mean, it's catchy.
you, you're hammered and it comes on in the bar. You enjoy duh. It. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, you know. Well, that's most of your <laughs> life. I understand. So. And then that at home. He won a Grammy with um, "Can't Live Without You," <laughs> and it worked. Huh? Really? Oh, we were talking about everywhere you're drunk. <laughs> I'm never drunk at work. Never. Mm-hmm. Never. Uh, wait. I'm sure it's happened. No. Okay. Maybe well, not his current any job, of your but job. Well, no, yeah, years past. Yeah. Yes. Okay. okay. When it was, you know, when it was acceptable. Oh, there, there was way. a time it was socially acceptable to be shit faced at work. Yes. Briggs, did you know that technically union employees are allowed two drinks at lunch? I didn't know that. Yep. There you it, go. Where you current? You're currently employed. Yeah, except I'm not union. Uh, don't open that door up to him. He's union. Because it doesn't does it specify what size exactly. drink. Exactly. Yeah, that's two what I worry about. Pitchers. <laughs> no, no. That's two pitchers for me. Two. It's only two drinks. I would like two pitchers of bourbon. <laughs> oh God. You know. So we're having. You used to go to Ray's time. Bar, and they used to have dollar pitcher night on Monday nights. You know, I had a speech class at like six thirty. Me and a buddy of mine. Wayne Roberts, we go up there about 4.30. Shout out to Wayne. Yeah, shout out to Wayne. I don't know if he's still even alive. Did but Wayne I mean, have a cool nickname? Like weird? No, we used to call each other. I called him Goat Nose, and, you know, he, <laughs> you know. Is that somehow inappropriate? I think you can still say that. Okay. Maybe but, 2021, no. We, no. Yeah. Coming up quick. But Wayne was like, God, I was like 22 at the time. He was like about 27, 28. We get together, it's like about four or five of us. We drink beer and imbibe and other chemicals. Ah. And <laughs> ether. We would we lose. <laughs> we would grill steaks and stuff like that, you know, chicken and things like that. Well, he would like go into the kitchen and he'd like make the sauce, this is, you know, to a- put onto the steak and all this kind of stuff. And like if we went into like the kitchen to get a beer or something. He would like hide, like was, the bowl and in in the shit like that. He wouldn't let nobody know what he put in the sauce. It was LSD, wasn't it? I don't know. Oh, it was you good. still don't know. Do, do was, you feel like we're living in a movie right now? Like the soundtrack playing in the yeah, background. Yeah, that's weird. And I'm yeah. picturing these, Specifically these old him, dirty hippies yeah. staggering around. Yeah, like, he's painting this picture like Bob Ross, yeah. and I mean, it's it was a happy time. Man. We put a happy little tree right here. <laughs> and, Light a happy little joint right here. We have a happy little drink right here. And we had a few happy accidents. Let's let's just clear it up. Yeah. Is that kind of like going to an Asian massage parlor? I don't think you can kind of go to a massage parlor. I think you're all in if you're going. If you're there, you're there. You know, we're not recording, are we? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, then I'm not going to tell the story. Oh, why? Because it's just it's not going to be told. Unless I can edit it out. No, it, it's I, mean, a, I don't trust you. It's a story for a different time. Uh, yes. For next the Christmas episode. No. No. So we're going to have brisket. I'm butt sized. It's that. only for. Wait, did you just say butt excited? Butt sized. Butt sized. Okay. I'm very excited. I'll cut up some. I got my deer back. I'll cut up some bologna and some hot stick. Oh, man. I got to shoot a doe this Sunday. I mean, it's ridiculous. You should go out. I got another tag, but I don't really need another one. Passed up some, you know, doe on Saturday and Sunday, and then. 
We can't hunt this Sunday, can we? Not Sunday, but I mean Saturday. Yeah. That's how the last day. To process a deer. That one took six days. No, no, no. How money? Oh well, that. Hey, what one do you think a, of them babies? Huh? It's eighty bucks for a normal cut and wrap with all the deer and with all the bologna hot sticks. This thing cost me one hundred and ninety bucks. So normal cut. About with, eighty bucks. So say hypothetically, you go plug a doe. I toss you like 150 bucks. I can put venison in my freezer. I'll go shoot you a doe, yeah. I, like I got it. one more tag. I like it. I'll shoot you a deer. Yeah, I'll pay for the processing and I'll give you a little bit of money for the... You can give me any money for that. And sit in the woods and shoot things. I'll do that. I'll go out and shoot you a doe on Saturday. I appreciate that. So does my family. That is distracting. Good. Did it get louder? Yeah. It's awesome, though. He found the volume button. <laughs> Nine minutes. How long is this song? All I can think about is that stupid Bud Light commercial, though, now oh. when you play this. Harry Nielsen was cool. Bud Light sucks. I like Bud Light. I, exactly. It's quite delicious. Exactly. I remember to make a Harry beer Nielsen's run before cool. next week. Bud Light and you suck. So I don't have to drink this stuff that makes you go every time I, you take a sip. I'm bringing you at least three beers next week i don't think i want to drink all that. no I, I never like it i promise you that it won't be a hop well yeah. that one Jimmy, year you were, you were, I was a hophead you were pounding your chest that you were a hophead yeah, i decided i wasn't i'm not anymore okay i like my my cores my curs light god it's just pitiful have a silver bullet rick no i drank more silver bullet than you can imagine well, then why are you so hostile towards them because i discovered a new horizon in flavors. I don't like flavors. You don't like anything. Bingo. You don't like yourself. I like decoupage. No, you don't even like yourself. <laughs> that was hey, a good video. By the way, I'm glad your phone wasn't nearby because I sent you three pictures. Potent- oh. oh, it is nearby yeah. for uh, the show. And whilst we discussed the show, do you guys want to discuss the MVP? No, not really. Perfect. Do you want to discuss Carson Wentz, Sam Darnold, possibly going to New England? No. I want you guys to leave. Why so are I there excuses, blame, et cetera, for the 49ers' loss? Is Buffalo not good? What were the excuses for the 49ers' loss? They were saying that they were trying to come up with all these excuses why San Francisco lost as opposed to Buffalo just beat them because they're a better team. I don't know who they are. Primarily a four-letter network. No, well, there you have it. Gardner Menchu begging for his job back. Really? Mm-hmm. Wait, so he's not hurt? They just got him benched? At this point, yeah. No, I thought he was still hurt. Nope. And Detroit hiring an outside firm for hiring their head coach. Oh, that always works out well. Ask the pit basketball program about that. Briggs checked out. He kind of went on a rant for that earlier. Uh, Cam Newton being Cam Newton. Did you awesome know he, hats. Did, hey. he likes saying Newton. 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 <laughs> Would you have guessed that he's passed for 2,000 yards this season? 2,000 isn't that much. I know, but still. Like, he threw for 69 yards. Well, I know. Game. I know he throws for th- next to nothing, but, you know, he's played, what, 12, what 11. 12 games? 11. 11 games, 2,000 yards. I mean, hell's bells. They ought to. 
hundred and some yards a game. He's averaging eighty point three per game. I believe it. How can that be? If he's only played eleven games, how can he average eighty eight yards a game? Eighty point three. Whatever. Eighty yards a game and have two thousand yards passing. How can that be? First game, one fifty five. How can that be? I don't do fuzzy Briggs math. I'm going to divide give you the 2,000 by 11. Why not? Exactly. It ain't fuzzy math. It's logic. It's not logic. Oh, wait, no. Sorry. 80.3 is his QB rating. <laughs> Thank you. So I'm not as crazy as you say I am while he sits there and listens to this shit. Well, I was going back to see if the live feed was all tinny this time, and it's not. You're so well, I don't know what happened last time. Because we have a great producer. <laughs> a I great producer. I set everything up. Well, yeah, I know. <laughs> I like the cocktail napkin comment. What do you think of Gardner Menchie going to New England next season? Too much of a personality. They'll nah. never put up with it. You think? Bring him to Pittsburgh. I can oh. see him going to Chicago. Everybody goes Get rid of all these bums out of Chicago and bring in Gardner Minshew. He'd be a good fit here. Yeah, he would. I do. I'm convinced Ben's retiring after this year. Win, lose, or draw. Seriously, even with a loss? Yeah. Unless they lose like in the AFC Championship game or something. He's limping around. He looks bored. He looks miserable. And their cap, like they got to cut a poop ton of money next year. Shit ton, you can say it. I can't. I can't. <laughs> it's not the Christmas episode. Yeah, what's going to happen on the Christmas episode? We've gotten awful saucy just on regular episodes. Getting what? Softy. Saucy. Saucy. Nope. Saucy. Eh, I don't know about saucy. I mean, we haven't really done anything all that wacky. We probably need to start thinking about what how we're going to format this other one. No format. No, seriously. I mean, what do you mean format? Well, like, okay, we're we're gonna have sponsors. We got to play some that off now because I post all that to. Yeah, you don't want to do that. The others, and I always forget to clean up the end. So watch what you say after the show. What if we use code words? Okay. Yeah, like Binky. Oh, Binky! I like it. (laughs) Well, you use that all the time now. I'm sure. Nope. No. Nope. She, uh, only at the NICU. Huh? Only in the NICU did she use a binky. Ever since she came home. No pacifier. You're just cruel. Damn. No, she... You're just cruel. Actually, Sophia didn't like him either. Well, hell, I mean, when you put frickin' Vaseline on him, no wonder she spits it out. What? Why would he put Vaseline on him? So she spit it out. He's mean. Uh, He's cruel. I, I... I missed. Man, I'm not good at this. I'm sorry. No, it's n- nothing to do with your stupid pervert shit. <laughs> I wasn't even going there. Oh, yeah, you would. So, anyhow, what are you talking about with the other show? I don't know. Just some of the stuff. Like, uh, I wanted to record a couple of commercials, put on MP3s or something like that. Yeah, write so, them and we'll record them. That's easy. Duh, I will, stupid. Well, then we didn't need to discuss that. What's next? Come on, I got pork I, chops upstairs. We're not Stuff discussing. You chops. said, what do you want? And I'm, I'm telling you, I'm not discussing anything. All right. 
well, tell me something else so you can get the fuck out of here. I don't want to leave. I oh, like it here. Ohio in the title game. I'm going to sleep in the couch. Huh? OSU in the title game. Oh, I don't give a shit about them. <laughs> yeah, really. I mean, you know, it's this whole nonsense about, okay, you got Bama. You got Clemson. Oh God, you're actually going to talk about that and not leave. No, I'm not. That's terrible. <laughs> I'm not gonna leave. Yeah, I still got a little bit of beer left. Hell, what's the point? I know my audience. <laughs> Stop pork chops, you fuckers! Go eat some pork chops. We'll talk. No, I want you to leave. <laughs> yeah. Pork chops. Then I take my shit. Yeah. And then it's back to my show research. My day is very. But you don't do any show Wait, research. Do you do this I show do. research in the hot tub? Nah, I'm afraid He's, to take the phone in there. I'm clumsy. Well, makes sense. Who is tomorrow's game? New England in L.A. Oh, that's right, yeah. Wait, do you have an iPhone 11? No. No. No, it's too big. What do you got? I don't know, seven or eight. That's all I got. Because the yeah. 11's waterproof. Just saying. Well, the 12 has, like, two different sizes. Now, they have, like, the Maxi and the Mini. Yeah, I'll need the Mini. I can't tell. I'm not carrying an iPad in my fucking pocket like a woman. But the thing is, like, the... Maxi's only like this size. Yeah, that's what I need. That's what I need. Well, that's the Maxi. I think the Mini is getting okay. smaller. I'm not arguing. Why are this you way? adding a letter to it? It's just Max. I'm, ask, I'm asking the question. See, I'm trying to to further my knowledge, and you act like I'm arguing with you. I Isn't the Maxi like this size? Well, it's a Mini. There's a, a Max and a Mini. Maxi's not a thing. But I don't know how it's small. I don't know how small it is. No, what I'm saying is the 12 that's coming out. Yes. Is the Maxi like it's this size out. or bigger? I don't know. Oh, I thought you knew. No. I'm happy with my seven or eight, whatever this is. See? Pork chops. See what I'm talking about? Go eat pork chops. Go home, we'll... write your commercials. No, I you can't. Can slur I slur through them and Here's cuss typically at me. where I would hold my phone up to the microphone and say, and here's Rival Lovers, but. Oh, yeah, we ended it because he was going to talk about the other show and then started talking about fucking iPhones in Ohio State. No, I started talking <sighs> about the show, but you just kind of. <laughs> Pork chops, pork chops, pork chops, pork chops, like porn. Pork chops. See, that's what he likes. Yeah, like pork chops and porn. I go to that restaurant. I was gonna say I can't argue with that. There's a place in the Outer Banks. I can. Straight shoot called crab legs and porn. Called biscuits Ooh. and porn. Really? It's an actual place. I know. Yeah, you're right. It's a good you're place. Right. You're Wait, exactly biscuits right. and porn. Yeah, you buy biscuits and porn. Hmm. I'll hmm. bring you a T-shirt. Wait. I'm interested. Yeah, they have T-shirts. Is that all we got? Thank God. Stuff pork chop time. Yeah. Pit plays at nine fifteen tonight. Yep. Did you see? That's why I, I actually wanted to cover some of that shit in the show. The damn college basketball start. We'll have to cover that some it's next week. Unwatchable. It is. It's terrible. That's what I want. Yeah. They need to do a better job. The NBA did a better job. You kind of didn't notice. Well, these college games, they look like scrimmages. But that Kansas-Creighton uh, game was pretty good, though. I didn't watch it. Yeah, I can't get into 